It's the final circle. Ba -da -ba -ba. Ba -da -ba That's all I got, because we could just keep going forever on that one, and I don't want to commit to it. Uh, I give you props. I actually <laughs> enjoyed that. I Yeah, it was good. Top tier. <laughs> Dylan doesn't sound as kind about it, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, howdy, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Sweaty Plebs podcast, episode 83. And this week, we have some special drinks. You type Enyes. I don't know. Do we have special drinks? I don't know. We do. Show me what you got, Dylan. I've got Space Goat Pale Ale. It's a goat from space. Kind of reminds me of Space Ghost. Yeah. I'll let you know. It does taste like a pale ale. Uh, it's pretty chill. Oh, hang on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> that seems like an inconvenient office space, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. So, well, you know, when you live here, you, you live, live here. here. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. Well, it, yeah, it's, it's a, a decent beverage. Oh. It's exciting. That's the rating I'll give it. Yeah. All right. Wild. It's a decent beverage. All right. All right, Aiden, what you got? Um, I didn't have time to go to storing at a fancy one, so I just have one from my fridge. It's from Great Divide, Whitewater, Pina Colada flavor. Ooh. Bada boom, bada boom. Ooh. Check it out, check it out. So, because it's not very special, I also show off my little Casamigos Anejo. See. Si. Tequila, boys. Yeah, take a sip of that uh, drink and then uh, put some tequila in to fill that sip up. You know. I what if I just do a little tequila and then I drink the drink for the rest of it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hard pass. Casamigas. Wonderful. Anejo. Nice and smoky. Yeah. A little sweet. One of the best out there. It's like me. Um, this is this is just a seltzer. It's pineapple though. It's got a strong pineapple with a lingering coconut but is it a solid seltzer oh yeah great great divides very solid it's just to me it's a standard one so i don't bring it to the podcast sure it's I not mean, like those pog ones that i drank all of them before we could do the podcast because let me tell you i'm a pog kind of boy yeah Falcon knows what i'm Falcon about gets it. it i'm about it yeah yeah no i love it i would take some right now if i had some yeah but i don't only have space goat. I have a beer from Otherwise Brewing called Cowrose Crisp. Oh, that's, Ooh. that's a fancy. Rice Crispy. lager. Rice, huh? A refreshing. Nice. I'll read it. A refreshing pale lager made with the one. Oh, made. I already fucked it up. Yep. A refreshing pale lager made with one of the world's premier sushi rices. I'll be honest. I've had nice. a couple rice lagers in my day. I've been a fan. I don't know if I've ever had one. It's okay. It's not. I'm not a much of a lager guy in general. Uh, lagers? It's, uh, to me, that's beer. 
<laughs> right on. Um, it's fine. Okay. But I will say Cowrows is my favorite type of rice. Hey. It, it's oh, a I, I didn't. It's, it's, wait, uh, how, do you, how do you know which one's your favorite? Because I've had lots of rice. Yeah, 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 it's on the back. Oh. I, I buy them just I mean, in bags. So. Yeah, I just eat it. Yeah. Here, I got something else that's primo. What's this? Oh. Nerds got me closer. I have a bag right over here. I could grab them. My gas station, like half a mile down the road, carries it. Yeah. I'm the big in, bags I'm or in the, big uh, trouble. the serving ones? The D&D bags. Oh, I haven't even seen that one yet. Nice. Yeah. They got their market. It's got a little yeah. little treasure box. With a little minute. Yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would get that if I saw that in the wild. I guess you can redeem a D&D &D adventure in the back. Send it to Is my that friend. how D D works? But you can get Man. like pre-made adventures, and you can follow the stories. Oh no, I I get you. No. I just <laughs> I guess I haven't played but, enough yet. Yeah, we are, we are the fucking world's number one gaming podcast right now. <laughs> Talking about D &D. nerds, gummy cluster D and D. Uh, none of us are ever going to play that. D &D. But D &D. I can tell you what, nerds, gummy cluster D and D. You never know. I mean, this guy. He's got him, so we could now. Yeah. Fuck. I have a D and D fifth edition rulebook. Mm hmm. We can make Dylan DM. That'd be fun. Dude, I would hate Dylan to DM. That would be the <laughs> it worst. Would be yeah. so bad. It would be the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, nobody would have fun, including me. DMing is the hardest part of of tabletop. Games. I have I have or dice paper. somewhere. I just don't know where they are. Um, I, I may have, have gotten also. rid of my dice after stepping on them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why are you leaving them on the ground? Yeah. I think the D4 at one point just fell out of my bag and I stepped on it and was just like, man, fuck this. I don't want these anymore. I'm never going to use you again, anyways. I mean, like, if it's a D4, like, you got to kind of understand the anger in my heart. Oh, I get it. At least it yeah. wasn't, um. No, that's the exact one I was thinking of. I don't know what I was yeah, thinking that's, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's but, the worst one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a Caltrop if I ever saw one. Yep. <laughs> I think right I've on. literally seen D4s in the shape of Caltrop, so. That makes sense. I thought you were going to say in somebody's foot. No, I don't think I've seen that yet, but That'd be I'm gross. certain I could find it if no. I needed to. Don't. Right on. Um, I'll share it with you. Yeah. Share it with mom and dad, too. Let's get to games. What have you guys been playing? Uh, nothing. Next. All right. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah. no, I've been playing a uh, Spelunky, the first one. Yeah, you came out a, on Switch. You're a Spelunky. Going deep down into the caves. Actually, not very deep. I can't get very far. I've gotten like to the third section, like three times, and that's it. It's fun though. Um, yeah, it, it's a. Uh, feels very fair. I, I know, like every time I die it's like yeah i fucked up like i jumped on those spikes being mm. dumb or like i did that being dumb but you know i just i don't really know what i'm doing half the time uh i, I want to get really far but i don't know if i'm gonna commit too much time to it sure so uh about it for me i, I think the only other thing i sort of played was vermintide but only played about an hour of that so I'll hold off until next week. I did end ah. up buying it, Aiden. I will probably do it 
after this. It's yeah. only 13 bucks for everything. It's 13 bucks, yeah. Well, as Dylan heard earlier, I do have 13 bucks. Yeah. Right on. Right oh, on. He has $10. But it's also oh, technically yeah. on Game Pass. <laughs> you just don't True, but this is... You don't uh, have the DLCs, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, you got to have the DLCs. Obviously. You got to download the content, baby. <laughs> All the content. I mean, if there's content, you got to have it. Right All righty, boys. So let me start off with a little Psychonauts 2. Downloaded it. I've done the intro so far. Um, It's like I haven't played the first one, so I don't have the nostalgia. I don't know how much of like the intro cinematic is purely, hey, this is everything that happened in the first game or just set up for the second one. But yeah. to me so far, I plan on still playing it. And especially I understand that I'm just in the beginning. But it is a much slower pace than I like for game like adventure games like that. Mm. Like movement is not super fast. It's not bad, but it's just kind of slower pace than I like. Mm. Combat's fine. Like it's combat for like an adventure platformer that seems like it's made for kids. Um, design of that game, like art design, phenomenal yeah, so far. Amazing. Like I'm literally just in the intro. It's great. Um, Story wise, I don't know have strong feelings i don't have an attachment to characters after the intro um raz seems fine it reminds me of like nickelodeon cartoons from like the early to mid 2000s where they just got really weird with it for some reason yeah but uh i'm looking forward to playing more like it's it seems like a very nice wind down game where it's just like i'll just play this for like 30 or so minutes before i go to sleep get some challenges one thing that's going to be a problem I can tell is it's a game that seems like there's going to be a lot of anxiety about just collecting everything in each section and not missing out because there's like little blocks that you collect. Yeah, Those give you more power-ups. From what I've seen so far, I don't know if you can go back and redo the sections to recollect them. So I don't know if I'm just missing things and won't be able to get them later or what, but hmm. it, it's it's good. I think it took too long for it to come out for what it is, but yeah. I think it's going to be good. I mean, you don't have to collect everything. You know that, right? You get power from it, though. That's my point. <laughs> like, it was just collectibles for collecting sake. It'd be like, I don't give a shit. But, like, it's every, like, X amount you get, you get another stat boost. And I want, I don't know if it's stat boost or, like, new abilities, but I want to at least get all the abilities in the game. And I don't know at this point if there's an excess amount of those or it's just hey you missed one at this one point so you're not going to be able to max out actually I, I'm in a similar boat with the game I played today or this week also nice yeah see <laughs> we're all the same all yeah. a little bit uh, special like that yeah yeah I get it uh, my second one I put that trailer in there because I feel like it's going to help explain it more super liminal Finally got around to playing it. I watched the trailer for it a very long time ago and was very excited. It's kind of a similar idea to like the Stanley Parable game where it's just walking around, but get a lot of puzzles. It's a game all about perception. So its big gimmick is uh, shit like that. Yeah. It just kind of goes for mind bending stuff. Is this VR? Um, the main... No, I would be so down to do this game in VR, though. The basic gimmick is there's a lot of items in the game you can pick up and their size is entirely determined based on your perspective on the item. So like, let's say you pick up a block like this. 
you move it really far away, that object then in turn turns really far away, and you can just shove that through a small hole to fit on a button. Huh. They've gotten a little bit inspired with the puzzles throughout the game. None of them are super hard, but I think that's perfect for a game like this. It's not a hard puzzler, it's just kind of a fun little adventure puzzler. Overall, it's uh, it's a cool game. Cool. Like, I would recommend it. It's just a neat experience to go through. Not too long, but not too short that I kind of felt bad about the $20 price tag. And it's very unique. Like, I I think it's worth a shot for anyone who's into puzzlers. Neat. It looks neat, for sure. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's cool. Not Plus, my style, but I get it. That's fair. Um, I, I it also, like, gives me vibes of, like, Portal 2 and Cave Johnson type things, but less comedic. Just kind of, we're going to get weird with it. Mm -hmm. So, good for them. Yeah, neat. That's me, though. All right. Well, I played Maneater, finally. I've been talking about Maneater. I've been wanting to do Maneater for a while. <laughs> um, I want to say I'm a third through the game, maybe even half. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of fun just go around and eat a bunch of shit as a shark. You start off as a baby shark. And I've nice. played a game like that as a child, but it seems like this is much more developed. Yes, yeah. so you start off as a baby shark, and you go around and... As you eat more, you level up, and you become like a teenager shark, and adult like different tiers, and each tier kind of unlocks different stuff. But they do have a very similar thing, like you were talking about in Psychonauts too, where like each there's dip, there's like eight different like worlds or mini zones, and then mm -hmm. each zone has different collectibles. Right, so one is like treasure chests, and there's like ten in a zone, and if you get all ten you unlock like a special skill on top of resources each box gives you. So there's that, there's landmarks, and then there's um, license plates. Uh, and the license plates you have to come back to because they're inaccessible in certain areas and some of the boxes until you level up more. But it's exactly the same way. I was like, well, what skill do I get for collecting yeah. all of these landmarks? And uh, so I just find myself... Usually you have to... If you get to the next zone, you still won't be able to complete the previous one 100%. You need to go back to. So you can go back to every one to 100% it. Now, that doesn't mean everything. Usually the license plates are the big ones that you have a hard time going back to because they're out of the water and you got to like do acrobats and shit and like hop around on land oh. as a shark. I played a game like that in the past too. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, but um, it's pretty fun. So, like, my shark has, like, electric teeth, and then when I bite stuff, I shoot off an electric charge, and they can cause a stun. And then I have, like, my fins have bones on them, so if I evade, I do extra damage. So you get, get like, this kind of cool, crazy-looking shark. You just go around just chopping people up, and then uh, if you start eating people, you'll, um... It's kind of like get Grand the Theft Auto. Yeah, 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 you get bounty hunters yeah. hunting you. Right, and then after you kill so many humans and so many bounty hunters you'll get like a bounty hunter boss that will come and attack you. And if you kill that bounty hunter boss, you unlock a new skill. There's like 10 of them. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, that's, that's a yeah. lot more to that game than I expected. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, and the narrator is coming from like a national geographic kind of point of view. So there's two points of views that he's talking to. He's talking to you, like talking over as you're the shark. You're like, you go into an area and he's like, Ah, oh, the shark, and as he goes here, and he hunts this and that. It's kind of fun, cheeky. And then the other point of view is um, this human 
person that you follow. He's like your the big bad. You follow his point of view, and then the narrator's filming it and stuff. Like a reality Sounds show. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's actually yeah, quite I, cheeky. I surprisingly entertaining. I think that's a smart idea to go like two yeah. routes with it too, just so yeah, the cheekiness doesn't just lose all of its value very quickly. Exactly. Um, and it's not he's not like annoying. It's not like every single thing needs a a narration, so it doesn't like bother you. It doesn't like kill you and like the repeated stuff over and over again. I like it. I'm probably not going to finish it. But I definitely find myself in each zone trying to 100% everything that I'm able to. How long yeah. of a game would you say it is? Huh? How long of a game would you say it is? Like, total completion. 10 to 15, maybe? Okay. Depending on, yeah. like, how deep in the collectibles. Like, I'm not going to do license plates. I already know. Because I have to go back and you need, like, specials. There's different abilities. And some abilities that you plug in um, will, like, extend your duration outside of water, right? Stuff like mm -hmm. that. So you got to level each of, those, each of those things up. So each ability has five levels within them. So you have, like, five tiers to upgrade, and then you get, you know, it just gets stronger and stronger. So um, I don't see myself. And there's set items. I don't know if you, if you wear everything in a full set, you get, like, an extra bonus or not. But it definitely tells you, like, if you have, like, the electricity set, it shows how many of it you have equipped and not. So I don't know if you get a bonus if you wear all of it or any of like that. Probably. It'd be kind of neat. Like yeah, so now I'm like, fuck, I really want to at least complete one set just to see if I get anything out of it. I believe me, bud. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Yeah, I was just like listening to a podcast or watching some like longer YouTube videos while I just play it. Yeah. It's good. And you're a shark and you Ooh. get to eat shit. So, I mean, yeah, nothing wrong with that. It was in love. I always wanted to be. Yeah. The other game I played, I finally played Boyfriend Dungeon. Whoa, whoa. Nice. That is a rough game. So Boyfriend Dungeon is essentially supposed to be like a roguelike type action RPG. But they toss in this mechanic where like your weapons are also people and they transform and you go on dates with them. And that's how you level the weapons up. So you level the weapons up by mm -hmm. like using them, but also you level them up by dating them outside it's of the dungeon. Of shit. The only problem is it's it's the worst part of the game is the dating system. It's yep. I literally spent an hour because like you do your first dungeon, then you come out with like three different people on top of this other person that's trying to set you up on dates, like a cousin that's trying to set you up on dates because you've never dated anyone. And it's, like, the most thirsty thing I've ever <laughs> experienced. Like, everyone's, like, has, like, a sexual innuendo every conversation. And everyone wants to fuck kind of thing. And you're just like, oh, my God, it's too much. And then you just, like, click, and you're waiting for the dialogue box to go. And you're, like, texting. And you're, like, waiting for the next text bubble. And you can't speed through anything or skip. So you'll spend, like, an hour outside of a dungeon just talking and hitting up dating people. It was brutal. It sounds kind of like the opposite of playing Persona to me. Yeah. It's it, like in those games, like the dungeons are the parts where it's just like, I just want to fucking get through this so I can get back to living the life, building those bonds. 
Yeah, it's it's. I, I'm not interested in continuing. I actually removed it off the the Xbox. It it seems too thirsty for us. Perfect for some people, yeah. but um. Yeah, I I feel like the uh, those guys that are maybe that actually have never dated anyone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it just seems like a lot of work to for no no payoff. That's the problem with the dating. It's a lot of work for no payoff. Maybe you just haven't gotten far enough, bud. Maybe I played yeah. for two hours. That's you, you played more than I did. Let me tell you. Yeah, you, you got to keep going. It's the six-hour mark right here. Really, yeah, really I, pops off. I did it enough so I could go through some dungeon runs and like upgrade my weapons a little bit, just because I wanted to experience the combat system and the the progression mechanics a little bit more. Uh, the combat is okay. It's not. It's not great. Okay, it's not great. It's dead to me. You get like weird yeah. targeting. You miss a lot. Um, yeah, the tar the combat is not great. I would ex I'd find the combat like more passable if I didn't spend so much time outside of combat, like in the conversations. But by the time you get into combat, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's already been like 30 minutes. Like, I'm kind of done playing right now. Yeah. Um, I I feel very much the same way. It's yeah. it has potential, but it's not a has no a potential. Good game. It is bad. I think, like, the idea of it is okay. Yeah, but then you have, like, Persona, like you were saying, that kind of has an idea yeah. of that, and it does just does it. I mean, Persona 5 for right here is top-tier RPG, so. Better. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10. I will let Metacritic decide for me. 70% doesn't seem like a great yeah. game. And it's you just... User score, 4.6. The thing, it's just so cringy. <laughs> the dialogue is so cringy. You're, like, reading, I'm like... Yeah. Ugh, like, is it like full on cringe or like this is kind of like hilarious cringe? No, full on cringe. Full, hundred percent. Yeah, all cringe. And you're just like, and it's just nonstop. It's every single character you interact with. It's always like, ugh. I'm like, I get it. I get. I get it. Everyone's thirsty, and not in a good way. Like, I'm. I got it. Cool. I'm done. <laughs> uh, so I don't well, recommend. Good to know. Probably wasn't going to play it before. Now I'm definitely not going to. You should get Maddie to play it. That seems fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what her reaction is. I would love to understand her, like, know what her reaction is of it. The woman's psyche is what we're talking about here. I don't think she'll like it. I think she'll hate it. I think she'll... It's, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I this, think it's so cringy. much too thirsty. Yeah, I think it's so cringy she'll, like, hate it, but I just want to hear her reaction because I think the reaction would be hilarious. <laughs> I might go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it would just I'll, be a I'll fun see. conversation to have with her. Like, just like, hey, so what'd you think about this? And she just kind of tees off on it. I would love it. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. That's all the games I played. Uh, this week. Oh, I played RoboQuest for the, with Dylan this week. How do you like it? It's very hard. It's a game. Yeah. It is? It's very hard. I don't... Compared to... Compared to Gunfire. Yeah, gunfire. Like, we've only... I only got the... We only got to beat the, the final boss, or the boss in the first stage, like, a couple times, and that's it. Okay, so let me... Let me hit you guys with this. I may have, or probably should have said this before. Don't stop moving. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We figured that out. It's still hard. We just aren't good at it. Okay, never mind. Yeah, let's play Quake sometime. I think it'll be fun for me. Yeah, yeah, we should play Quake. I agree. I have it on my PC already. Quake Arena 3. 
I well, Quake don't yet, yet, but it's less than a gig. So yeah, 500 megabytes. Yeah. This guy over here, Dylan, I bet he could download that real quick now. Yeah, he got that good good now. Nope. Nope, it won't download on my, my PC. Sorry. <laughs> I checked. All right. Incompatible. Let's get into news. This week, Xbox, Games with Gold, got announced for September. We have Warhammer Chaos Bane, which is like a Diablo-esque uh, action RPG. Um, Interested. I'm interested in just playing it, at least. It's free, so... Yeah. Warhammer's a cool IP, so... Yeah. You know. We have uh, Malaka, Zone of Enders, and... What is that? Samurai Showdown 2? Not enough info for me to, like, go for it, but, I mean... Yeah. Enticing based on your yeah. short description of a game that I've never heard of before. Yeah, Chaos Bane's the only one I'm really interested in. Malacca might be an aiding game, I think, if I remember correctly. 3D action adventure game. It's also on the Switch, apparently. Not yeah, from the there. Oh. Okay, I mean, like, it's... Got puzzles and... I don't know oh, how good man. the combat is. But the art direction is kind of cool. Yeah, it seems neat. Yeah. It's kind of one that if I'm looking for something, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Um, it's still, I mean, Games of Gold's kind of meh anyways, late, like the past few years. So, yeah. I mean, this one, this one's okay. I think it's more interesting than it usually yeah. is. Yeah. This is better than normal. And Zone of Enders is a, is a classic if you're into. Older games, playing older games. So the Samurai Showdown. I Sounds more familiar, know I've but... played Samurai Showdown before, but I remember nothing about it. Yeah. It's a long time ago. All right. This week was Gamescom, and a bunch of stuff was announced. I didn't pay attention to most of it, but I did find some bangers. Uh, Halo Infinite got a release window, or a date, uh, December 8th. Okay, that's in the future. It Dylan's yep. birthday. Yep. Oh, sounds like a perfect day to play Halo. So I think that's the day after Pearl Harbor anniversary. December 7th, isn't it? I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, they also announced the special edition Halo Infinite console, which um, nice. it looks good. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks real cool. I, I'd get it if I could find it. But it was yeah. $550. I think it's $550. It pre-order sold out that day, right? Within, yeah. within minutes. Sounds about right. And uh, it comes with a, a, a controller also, custom controller. And it comes with sound. So when you turn it on and off, it has its own like Halo sounds. Oh, nice. Sound. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Can no you idea. make it? I have no idea what it is. Guess. I can't make it. Make a, make a guess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, then they also showed off a Elite controller, the Series uh, Two Elite controller, Master Chief Edition. It looks really cool. I don't know if it's still available for pre-order, but I almost pre-ordered it. I'm willing to bet it's probably not still available. Yeah, it was um yeah. November. I think that comes out in November. They also announced some other peripherals like uh, headsets and hard drives and stuff like that. Uh, gamer gear. Yeah, gamer gear. Nice. Yeah. 
Other news, uh, they talked about the battle pass progression. So essentially, uh, you don't get experience for playing the game. You get, like, you level up the battle pass by completing challenges to get stars. Kind of like Apex, except for Apex does have experience progression on top of it to earn a star. Yeah. That's what Not it seems great. similar. Yeah. Kind of sucks. It's also weird to me that, like, if they just had just an EXP counter and you could just level up in game and gain nothing from it. I don't yep. think there would be any backlash at all. So it's yeah. Yeah. Kind of a weird non-issue to me because whatever. Yeah, I think it's for me it's a non-issue. Um mostly because these battle passes are permanent. They don't go away after a season. Mm -hmm. Um so I'm kind of like, well that's the other Lever, I'm like, oh, because this actually never goes away, and you can infinitely level it up, like, you can kind of take your time, whereas normal battle passes, like, you have the season, so you have, like, this time gate that inspires you exactly. to keep playing, whereas this one's like, all right, I can buy this battle pass and work on it, and then switch to a different battle pass back and forth anytime I want throughout the seasons, and take my time through it, which I like that a lot, so maybe that's how they're gating it. I don't know. Um, but people were upset about it. People made some weird comments on Reddit. Sounds like, yeah, the normal thing that would happen. Yeah, here's a, here's a quote from Reddit. What's the point of getting points for kills, assists, if not for the pass? It's a game. I mean, that's the point of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What to it's like, uh, I think people are too focused on these battle passes yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Like, it's um, just play for fun. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with just playing the game because you enjoy it. No, no not at all. <laughs> like, is that not how most armor unlocks worked in early Halo games? No, there was definitely a battle pass. No, there wasn't. No, but there was just challenges, right? So you completed yeah, a challenge challenges, and you unlock get this an armor. And get this. Yeah. 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 No one gave a shit about the ones that were just like, hey, you get to this level and you get it. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird... Weird world we live in when it comes to video games sometimes. People are so angry. Yeah, I mean, I think life's too easy, so they just gotta be angry at something. Yep. Um, but that's pretty much... Oh, they're gonna start a new flight, and Big Team Battle and 4v4 Slayer is gonna be in the next technical flight. Nice. So, it'll be cool nice. to see what uh, Big Team Battle, how that pans out. Yeah. Because that was not available at launch for Halo 5. If you forgot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. All right. Other things that came. Humble Bundle is bringing a bunch of games to Game Pass Day 1. Um, bunch of indie games. Indie games are always cool. So uh, I'm not going to go through the list because there's a bunch of them. But looks like there's a little bit of everything for everyone. I think it's a good play. I think so, too. I like Humble Bundle. Yeah, it's... They it's do a good stuff. Of environment. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Happy and, to see it. And then the last thing that Xbox announced was cloud gaming is coming to console this holiday. So if you have nice. an Xbox One, you can play next gen games on your Xbox One. OG. Through XCloud. Very interesting business move if you're in the business of selling consoles. I it's mean, a nice one, though. It's a very yeah. good pro-consumer move, I think. Yeah. 
when you're this far behind, you kind of got to go for the bit. Yeah. And I, I respect I, for actually doing it. I think it's one of those things where, all right, we, you got a taste of what a next gen game is on xCloud with, you know, the lag and latency that streaming has. And it's like, if you really want the full fat version, go get a con- go get the series X or the series S. So it's a, I think it's a great way to get people like, like demo. yeah, yeah. Just get mm-hmm. people excited. But like you're talking about demos, pretty much you don't have to download games anymore if you just want to try them out on Game Pass. Yeah. That's really cool. Which is, that's amazing. Yeah. Because then I wasted all this time downloading that Boyfriend Dungeon. I could have just... <laughs> yeah. <it. laughs> you know, um, so to be able to demo games on, on the fly is pretty cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah, one of yeah. the coolest things of all time, especially with Game Pass. Yeah. Um, Sony news. I'm sure there's other Sony news, but the big one was a uh, date for Horizon Forbidden West, February 18th. Woo. Very cool Good for those people too. that are into it. And uh, what is uh, what's this word? I'm, uh, general hype for the uh, Last of Us Part Two multiplayer standalone. Is that going to be free to play? It's. I would hope not because. What free to play multiplayer games to me usually are just kind of shovelware or have things built into them that I generally don't like. Apex Legends. That's why I say usually. Sorry. <laughs> Warzone. Well, yeah, you haven't sold me, bud. Um, <laughs> Last of Us Part One multiplayer in that game had was so much better than it had any right to be. Like it was just a fun survival PvP type experience. Loved it so much, and I'm loving to see that the factions for Last of Us Part Two. They're fleshing it out more than I think anyone would have expected them to do. Like, there's just another hiring push for it. Sucks that it seems like it's not coming as soon as we expected. Mm. But, boys, very excited. I think it's also very cool that Naughty Dog is kind of trying to fully pursue a multiplayer title because everything else is just at best, like Last of Us Part One has been a pleasant surprise. At worst, like some of the Arch- or Uncharted games has just felt like tacked on multiplayer that no one really cares about. So, That's fair. so it's I'm a standalone. It. It's not coming with if you've purchased Last of Us Two, you're not going to get it. That was the original plan, but they said we got a little too ambitious with it, so we're just making it its own thing. So, which wild? Fair enough. Last of Us Part Two is more than worth the price tag. That game is long and high quality. Cool. Cool. So I'm just excited. I'm... Cool. Yeah. First news we've had okay. about in a while. I, I forgot about Nintendo it. news. I don't. There's some Nintendo news, but a lot of it's like Metroid Dread. But we already Which knew that's coming out. Which trailer, so we're not watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I wasn't paying that close to Gamescom this year. I saw I a lot of attention. I, I know there's a bunch. I, remember. I just remember seeing a, like there's trailers all the everywhere online. I was like, there's too many trailers. I can't. I can't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's kind of sad. But we'll get into some general news. EA is making five accessibility technology patents freely available to everyone and anyone. Uh, one of the example is the ping system from Apex Legends is coming is going to be freely available. 
Also, there's three other patents related to vision accessibility um, that's currently used in some titles. And then there's a fifth one that's not actually being used in games, but it's more for audio to help with uh, hearing impaired. Cool. Cool. Very kind. Very cool. Surprise move. Love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Um, also, ping system is the best. The ping system is that's the best ping system in any game currently. So yeah, so bold Good statement for us, maybe. No, I think it is. Yeah. I can't really think of another example. So I mean, they go with it. They definitely made it the most popular. They yeah. popularized it, right? Because then Fortnite copied it, and a bunch of other people copied it. So I am play that Among Us Fortnite mode, boys. <laughs> Imposter mode. Hell yeah. No, no it's, it's Among Us mode. Nope. Uh, Call it by its real name. <laughs> Last piece of big news that I really actually kind of hyped for was the Saints Row announcement. We, last week we talked about, is this going to be just a remaster or a remake? Nope. It's a new game. It's essentially a reboot. It's going to be called Saints Row. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm excited. All about it. It's in a underutilized space in games. Yeah, so I watched oh, I there. We visited there. Yeah. I watched the trailer and it's pretty much Fast and the Furious. But a video game. But a video game. But yeah. in a good way. Which... Not not like all the good parts and none of the bad parts. I there think are no bad parts. Out. What are you talking about? Yeah. I think it's just gonna be good fun, right? You're just driving around, blowing shit up. Yeah. Yeah, doing crazy I think it's shit. good that they're not going too, too crazy, but just make a wild action movie as a game. Pretty much, yeah. Like, this is a popcorn flick, and you, you get to be the hero in it. Yeah, you don't have to be uh, provocative for provocative sake. Yeah, and of course, you'll have the Saints Row humor. So, it's, Dylan, it's you're not excited? Yeah, I mean... I'm excited. I just I haven't played one since like the third one. Get out of hill. Yeah. Only missed one game then, buddy. Yeah. Oh well, maybe the second one then. It, it's been a long time. Like a very very long time. I hope it they is. have a co-op. I th- I hope they have like a four-player co-op. There has to be. I feel like in this day and age, like they do like a Saints Row Online type of thing. I think that universe would be just fun to yeah. do wild shit together. It's if it can be what like GTA 4 online was like, where it's just like, hey, just it's like the regular game, but you're just running around the map with your friends, just doing dumb things. Yeah. That's all I want. Just, just yeah. dumb wild shit. Yeah. Um which reminded me, Dylan told me he did spin up a Just Cause 4. Mm, and I was I talking about man, Just Cause 4 is sad that they didn't have um multiplayer for that game. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think the only just because multiplayer did was the multiplayer mod for two. Yeah. Fantastically chaotic. Yeah, so I'm excited. That's all uh, the big stuff that I like really got out of it. But like I said, I wasn't paying attention to Gamescop that heavily this year. Same. Yeah, it's I mean, the biggest thing that wasn't even there was the Doke V thing that we were talking about right before the podcast, but I still don't yeah. really understand it, so I feel like we can't talk about it. Yeah, I didn't even watch the video. Future. Yeah. It's, it's fucking wild, man. Yeah. 
Is it just bizarre? It's weird. It's it just it starts weird and it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Hmm. But I'm keeping it on my radar. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, other piece. Last piece of news. Actually, Dylan shared this with me. There is a Stardew Valley esport competition. Oh, he is bringing it up. I thought you hated esports. Me? Yeah. I just don't watch sports in general. I don't hate them. Yeah. I appreciate them for what they are. I just seems like you didn't understand it. I don't understand it because it's uh. It's some Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the weirdest thing for esports to be involved in, but I'm all about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what I'm, oddly, be like I'm oddly interested. Get... Yeah, I feel like it's got to be like speedrun strats. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Do you think it's speedrun? Like, what? What's the parameter? Did you look into it? Like, see, like, what? What's the no. who, who wins? What defines winning? Nope. Uh, it said like forty thousand dollar prize pool, so I assume there's like multiple brackets. Just like, hey, who gets to the end of the game first? Who builds a community center first, or yeah. something like that? Does that? Who has the most money at the end of X amount of days? Things like that. Hmm. It seems cool. Like it's you love to see money being pumped into esports stuff. Yeah, is, is there competitive uh, like speed running in general? Like, is there esports for speed running? Like Dark Souls, I feel like it's got a small following, but in comparison no. to most speedrunning games, probably not. It's a competition of skill, knowledge, and teamwork. Oh. All right. Challenges include something like giving one a gift they love at the Feast of Winter Star. That's worth 25 points. Winning ice fishing contests, completing item bundles in the community center. For instance, on the Lucifer's Center series, it doesn't really tell you how to win, though. Yeah, we'll have to see. I guess but there was I an event in 2019. This. Oh, really? Yeah, it had 35,000 on the line. Um, hmm. It does not seem like there's a big speedrunning scene for that game, though, so... I can't, it's not a game I would think to speedrun. All right, four teams of four players will... Each have three hours to complete as many of the tasks as they can. That's, that's okay. It. Cool. I mean, sounds like fun. Yeah. Neat that they secured this much funding for that. So enough fans, I guess. Right. It's definitely people are like, ah, we're not really going to get anything out of this, but we're fans, so we'll just give you money for it. I mean, fuck. Which like is dope. Concerned ape email to you and just like, hey, can I get ten bucks for this thing I'm trying to do? Yeah. I'd send in ten bucks. Wild. All right, boys. That's all I got. You guys have anything else? Nope. No. Not on my end. All right. Well, cheers. Have a good one. Thank you for listening and watching. Bye. 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 Bye.